what? It is December 19th, 2022. The final podcast of Stop Skeleton Podcasting for 2022. It's episode 80. We had episode 70 and 80 and 69 all in one year. Like, it's amazing. Can you believe it? I'm. It's me, Uncle Derek. And I'm producer Grace, a.k.a. The Deuce. <laughs> Usually you have like a.k.a. Uh, something else. Oh, you're like, right. You're right. Um, I'm, I'm, so that was a... A- okay, I'm producer Grace, <laughs> aka the Deuce, aka uh, resident Pikmin gaslighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, but before, yeah, before we started recording, you said you beat Pikmin two, and I know you have played a lot of Pikmin, but I recall you got super into Pikmin three on Wii U, and then you were like, "Oh, I want to play the other ones," and I recall you just kind of played them all both briefly i'm pretty sure don't recall you beat my memory is i've beaten all of them okay but in all fairness to me the gamecube controller is not my favorite so i i it totally is within the realm of possibility that i just gave up because i hate the gamecube and the n64 controller i'm just sorry i'm just throwing n64 under the bus because we this is an n64 hate no it's not podcast now who's now who's gaslighting somebody in the chat accused me of gaslighting and it was just like i just don't remember that i mean and you're just like who's who's gaslighting who really i don't know i hopefully us Uh (laughs) on the n64 because yeah god light that thing on fire I like the GameCube controller, except the C stick sucks for Time Splitters 2. Yeah. It. Other than that. And I, just about everything. It's it's just and the confusing. D-pad, the D-pad and C stick suck. Other than that, no. The GameCube controller is one of the most comfortable controllers and ergonomically and gr- wonderfully fitting controllers. That's not made. true no, because I, it's the Stadia controller is is that. <laughs> you know what's underrated? You know what's huh. underrated? Wii U gamepad. Yeah. I will fight. Like the switch is great, but the Wii U gamepad is like a switch, but the buttons are bigger. Big chunky clicky buttons. I love it. I actually I enjoy playing things on the Wii U gamepad more than I do playing things on Switch handheld. You know, I to be honest. I, yeah, I played Except, through Breath of the Wild on Wii U. Yeah. And then when I got the Switch version, I was like, oh, this runs a little better, but I don't I don't like these controls. Mm-hmm. I really should have docked it and played it on a pro controller. Yeah, but then I would have had to stop, you know, my important gaming activities. You were probably playing Pikmin. Or Dead by Daylight, to be honest. Why you, no, that, no, this was pre, this predated Dead by Daylight. Uh, was there? Because Dead by Daylight was the big game we picked up during the pandemic. Nah. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, one of the, th- I played through Breath of the Wild on my Wii U gamepad exclusively. It was, it was a great thing because you had the TV and I had, you know, before it was, that game that game runs and plays fine on like on Wii U. Mm-hmm. Well, it I mean it's December. It it feels like usually there isn't a ton of gaming news happening, and but for some reason there is a lot of technology news. Well, tech news, yes, just in general. But um, we Derek and I unfortunately are hopelessly addicted to Twitter. We're just like in that that brain headspace, and unfortunately that is terrible (laughs) yeah it's like it's always twitter has always sucked but right now it especially sucks and that is because of the whole elon musk situation enron whatever it's terrible we're just like 
what's the latest thing? I I, I don't even want to well, no, say no, what's no, been happening because when as no, soon no. as we say it, it's just going to be. And out I'm going to say, say right now, like there are better tech podcasts that are following this story better than us. Oh, of course. <laughs> but I mean, uh, it's it sucks, and you it's know, funny because it's terrible because our our probably our most active social yeah. site besides YouTube is Twitter. And actually, many years ago, uh, when we had a YouTube rep, a YouTube manager, something like that, we've had two YouTube managers just long enough for them to have one phone call with us. And at the end of both those phone calls, they went, great. Well, I'm moving positions, so reapply or get another manager. And it's like, all right, fuck, thanks, YouTube. Fuck you, too. Um, but the last time we talked to somebody, this is back in like 2019, maybe even 2018. I don't even remember now. But they, I, we said, like, hey, what's the problem? Like, we put a video out. And we have X subscribers, but our subscribers aren't getting that video. You know, what's the what's the deal with that? And I swear to you, they said, get a bigger Twitter following. Not with that cadence, not with that tone, but they were like, you should have a stronger social media presence to get your videos out. I'm like, again, I fuck you too, YouTube. <laughs> um, and you know what? We've been. Can you imagine the world's biggest social media platform? tells you you should be on other social media platforms yeah, yeah. it's kind of wild how I think, I think at the time youtube didn't really have like an official youtube channel like they made their announcements on twitter that's true i think that's they wild. still do i don't know i'm not really we so we went all in on twitter Which and is... you know what i'm really happy that we got something like twenty-five thousand followers 26 something like that i don't know like a decent ish number i feel like a kind of big ish number um and we'll we'll keep it around but like i don't know what the hell's going on with it i uh have not been a huge fan of elon musk this does not change my opinion of the man um so it's been entertaining to see this shit show happening but uh it's kind of sucked to know that well we put all we put most of our eggs in this basket <laughs> So uh, we are on Hive and Post and Mastodon and Tum actually we've been on Tumblr since probably I think I might have opened the Tumblr around the same time as I opened the Twitter for Stop Skeletons way back in like 2014. We haven't been active on it, but nope. you know what? I think honestly, we just need a reef. We have Hive, we have Mastodon, all of yes. these things, but... I don't really like them as much as I liked Twitter. There's something about them that's just not clicking for me. I'm probably going to have us refocus on, you know, doing announcements on like Instagram, Instagram yeah. I guess. Uh, I've been kind of stockpiling videos for a TikTok, which is really actually what I think would be more fun. I, but well, I, I but think, just for getting like announcements out to people, I'm not yeah. really sure what a good. No, I, I think I think for just like general announcement stuff like hey new video out or something like that we'll probably try and post them to all of our kind of social media feeds but at the moment like twitter is still like the one we're active like just here's yeah so if you're on any of on, those platforms like mastodon instagram mm -hmm. whatever go ahead and follow us there I think we are at Stop Skeletons on all of those. On everything. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think so just just do your best. The full name is still too long <laughs> um but uh I mean I don't know. It's been it's hilarious to be to be quite real. It is very funny. I'm also right now uh, listening to a the book that sort of chronicles the one of the most notorious leveraged buyouts before this one, before Elon Musk did the leveraged buyout of Twitter. Mm -hmm. 
and about the RJR Nabisco. And it is very entertaining. It's Barbarians at the Gate. Recommend it. Came out in the 80s. It was, so it's it was, not super applicable to now, but it's still fun. You know what? A lot of shit, for American culture at least, that happened in the 80s seems to has have hap- had a very long and impactful, for better or for worse, yeah. uh, a long and impactful um, tale uh, since then. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So that's that's that news. I don't I don't even know. I guess game game awards. Bill Clinton. That was a while ago. Yeah. The they're right away. Really... You know what? Right away. I didn't like that kid. Yeah. You know what? I, it's it's and people argue with me. It's like no. Nah, I just thought I was rude. That shit's rude. <laughs> don't do that nah. to me. Do you know that Miyazaki doesn't do interviews and he doesn't he doesn't get his picture taken for the yeah. longest time. So it was I was so upset personally. But oh, actually, no, but the chat. No, but the chat's talking about flute guy. Hold on. You know what? You're right. The flute guy, we need to be positive. Shout, flute guy really won uh, the Game Awards. Yeah. Uh, Steve, I don't think Steve Rule from Tim and Eric. I support out this. there, but I mean, near as I could tell, that guy was hitting his mark, and he was, he 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 had pipes for it. Yeah. Um. Uh, who is flute guy, bro? All right, in the chat, if you don't know, I think if you just type in F- Game Awards flute guy, I can't imagine anything else will show up. So uh, if Man. you. If you only heard about the, the, the dumb kid who trolled Miyazaki uh, for the game, the game of the year award that Ellen Ring, I would feel des- heartily deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know about that, you should check out Flute Guy. Because Flute Guy, near, unless something happened with Flute Guy, did, did we did we cancel Flute Guy? I don't know what's going on with Flute Have Guy. Have we milkshake did ducked we, yeah, did we, <laughs> Flute Guy? Yeah, I, I did not hear anything about bad stuff about Flute Guy coming out, but I believe Flute Guy was was, was wholesome you know, and, and, and good family values. And that's, I don't and know. that's where I want to stay. That's where I want to stay. Yeah. Personally. Anyway, so that's Game Awards happened. I think we talked about that quite a bit on our last podcast, so I don't want to like belabor the point here. Oh, yeah. I, here. There, there was no Metroid 4. No, no, no there was no Metroid, no Metroid 4. Prime 4. Uh, <laughs> Wrong again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no Silk Song either, though yeah. the Hades announcement was very exciting for Hades 2. Hades 2. Uh, well, uh, really, Armored Core, yeah, yeah, Armored Core 6. Chat going up, uh, Armored Core 6. I will say one thing about Hades 2, though. Some buff ladies in that. Dude, the, the, mus- some- the era of the muscle mommy is now. Yo. Like, huge shout out to Overwatch for having, I think, Zara kind of like blazing some trails, but it's it's been, um, I mean, it we've was, been feasting. It since. was it was thick, ladies, for a while. The era of brick is <laughs> brick, ladies. Yeah, thank you, Pokemon. Oh thank my you, God, that was like, oh, that was like really the first thing I heard about with the new, these, these new Pokemon games, pretty good. Whatever. There's big, thick, like muscular ladies in Pokemon. What? <laughs> Still haven't gotten news. it though. I've been playing Inscription obsessively. Yeah, that, you have that is been. it is totally a usurped Ring of Pain for my new obsessive treadmill game. Yeah, but you've been on the treadmill. You've been you're st- getting your steps up. <sighs> that's you know. the that's the hard thing is I I I've talked about this many times on the podcast. I have a commitment to myself that I'm going to get 5,000 steps a day on average for the end of this year. And yeah. we are we are almost to the end of the year. And right now, I am at 4,987. That is my average for the year. And what actually what Grace didn't tell you was like, I think it was a week or two ago, mm-hmm. you found out, you realized that you were at like 9,000 or 4,930. And you were like, you were like less, you have been less than 100 away from your 5,000 step goal 
And I think, and you know what? It's, I can't give up. I have to, like, Pikmin Bloom has been so major for getting me, getting yeah. me out there, getting me on the streets, getting me stepping. But it's been weird and snowy and cold. And so I've been, I have to go on the treadmill to get my steps right now. Yeah. And I'm, I am just, like, so determined. I cannot get this close to that 5K without, yeah. you know. And it was like, you still had, like, two, you got two whole weeks left. Yeah. You had, like, three whole weeks left. You've been moving the needle, getting her done. So, I, I actually sat down and did math. Gross. Mm-hmm. But I need to get for the rest of this year. I think I need to average or every day I need to walk like 5,500 or 500, 5,600 steps. Yeah. And then I will be the number one gamer. I will. I will win. I will win 2022. And it is yours I'm so to win. excited. But yo, what about. OK, so inscription. I think you when that inscription first came out, you got it on Steam. You loved it, but I don't think you beat it. No, I absolutely did not because my carpal tunnel was acting up real bad. Thanks, Dead by Daylight and <laughs> Inscription. But I, mm-hmm. it was actually like a little bit too painful for me to play it on my PC. I'm not a very big PC gamer. For that reason, I just yeah. sitting at a at a computer in a desk chair, even though I have a very fancy desk chair, just doesn't really work for me. So I've been waiting really patiently for it to come out on console. Finally did. Love it. I steamrolled through the um, story campaign, mm-hmm. and now I've been going through the roguelike add-on, which is basically just, uh, without spoilers, um, it is just a roguelike add-on, I guess, for for the game. It's really fun, really challenging, and it's really good if you have like some sort of case or some sort of ability to just mount your Switch yeah. onto the top yeah. of a treadmill and just hold the Switch dongle controllers jo- even... the joy cons the joy cons that's yeah, yeah. right no the joy man i'm just i'm throwing cards down yeah. i'm murdering rabbits but i mean i'm kind of pulling you teeth haven't... i'm just out there uh, yeah literally pulling teeth and and no murdering squirrels i thought oh and rap yeah squirrels oh, and rab- and rab- okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. so basically i've been the, doing a rabbit build the roguelike mode is just like because it, it the, the game is like this cool card game without without spoilers yeah. be careful but, no but it's like kind of kind of halfway through the don't game. spoil i'm not sh- the game i'm not spoiling it you are oh, okay i'm very sorry for yelling i think, I think we've already spoiled that when you when, when a couple podcasts ago when but, it first came out but but, it, but it's just that kind of first major section yes okay it's very cool yeah quick quick gaslighting me grace <laughs> you're you know what gaslighter the chicks oh yeah the chicks word <sighs> Yo, um, we uh, I heard some talk about this game, Vampire Survivor. Uh, it came out on Game Pass. It looked kind of interesting, uh, and it was this game that I kept hearing people talk about, like, because it's like God of War, Elden Ring seems to be the consensus. Those are like the two game of the year, twenty twenty two. Those are the two people are gonna be talking about for this year. But but what I really like are the people that are like. You know, hey, you all know the major league players, but here's the actual game by my, my, truly that I've played the most, truly that I love. Enough people I saw talking about Vampire Survivors that I was like, I need to check this game out. Um, and we did just the other day. I love it. Yo, Vampire Survivors is... When, when Derek says we did just the other day, what he means is we did for the entire day. I think all yeah. of Sunday was just... All of, most of Sunday. <laughs> us trading off Vampire Survivors. Sa- Saturday night. Like, most, really, it was Saturday. 
it's it's Monday here, so I've we've only had the game downloaded for like three days now. <laughs> but like, oh, it's not only is it super addictive, not only is it, it has a lot of depth to it, um, not only is it just like really interesting to play and be like, man, they 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 really figured this out and just just from just like just appreciating the craft of it. Outside of all that, it's just chill as hell. It is just left left analog stick, and that's it. You just move. You just moving your guy around, um, and that they made the game work and have depth and with challenge and reason to keep playing and going. Uh, it's just I I'm I think it's just a really brilliant simple idea. It's also amazing to me that this game has been as successful as it has on like you know quote unquote the hardcore platforms on PC and everything mm-hmm. because it to me I I look at this game and I'm like wow this is ripe for mobile and also ripe for mobile monetization you can just i can you can just imagine like oh you know buy these add-ons which i don't i do have it downloaded on mobile i haven't actually played it yet i'm not sure if they do monetize it in that way on uh ios probably not because i would hope that well it's on game pass so i i would hope that you know daddy daddy spencer over there is writing some big checks to get you up on uh uh game pass I, i don't know you know nobody really knows how all that works but I remember when Skatebird uh, made it to Game Pass. Um, uh, the designer of Lee, named Megan Fox, actually, who made Skatebird, she talked about like just that was such a big, big boon for Skatebird and for her company. Uh, and so I can only assume that like you know when smaller these if you make games, it to Game Pass, you get paid. Yeah, that's what I, I you know I remember. Oh, it was Phil Fish several, several, several years ago when Fez came to PSN. I think he might have admitted he got like a hundred thousand dollars for something like that he might have bragged as as phil fish is wants to do about the the money that he that sony gave him for that Mm -hmm. um and so you could only hope that uh you know that these smaller devs are getting those getting those checks too but still i think it is a free download on mobile so i'm yeah and it actually just doing a quick i i just kind of threw myself in the game and let myself die there, I don't see any pop-ups for monetization. Oh, and so. also, uh, mm-hmm. just like si- sidebar, if you are a retro gamer, if you're an old head like me, uh, this game borrows heavily, heavily from Castlevania. Super ultra mega Castlevania. Every enemy that appeared in like the first three Castlevanias on, on the NES, uh, some, you know, legally distinct version of shows up in this game. There's even this one song that like... Is it, this this one song has a melody in it that every once in a while pops in. Sounds like it comes from one of the one of the songs of Mega Man X. It borrows this one kind of melody, and I've been playing the game all weekend. And every single time that song shows up, I'm like, God, what? It took me a long time to figure out what that melody reminded me of. I think it's the one that's in the the first or the third level. I forget now. Anyway. I shouldn't have brought this up because I have nothing to actually conclusively say. <laughs> um, but all it says, yeah, Vampire Survivors is um, just a good game on its on its face, but also just fascinating. Just like, just such a cool idea. That shouldn't be good. Yes. But, but it <laughs> yeah. is. Um, and also, I will say that uh, one thing about this game, there's, it's, it's a roguelike with a ton of stuff. There's, there's like so many weapons and upgrades and buffs. 
Um, and, uh, you know, there's a wiki for it that's, um, you know, a thousand miles long. I kind of get, here's how I kind of interpreted one aspect of this. Uh, when I finally sat down and played Binding of Isaac, I played that game for about an hour or two. Uh, it just wasn't clicking with me. And one of the things about the Binding of Isaac that did not click with me is uh, I played, you know, for a couple of hours. Every single run, I got a different weapon or a different set of weapons. Every single time. Every single time. And I did not have any kind of foundation to plant my feet on. I would just get, I, like, I don't know what this item is, and I would get it and it would do something. I don't know what it would do, and I, but I would never see the item again so that I could like get some kind of feel for what's going on. At that point, the game had just grown so goddamn huge. There was just so much stuff to collect, which sounds like that's a huge appeal of Binding of Isaac. To me, I found it impenetrable. Um, what that game probably should have done is found a better way to piecemeal that stuff or to have more of those things kind of interwoven into each other mm -hmm. or just literally be like okay this is dlc number five and here's all the new extras you don't get this stuff till you're like level 100 yeah you, you, or this just, is, just gated you yeah in this some just way. gated yeah, yeah. we should here's a smaller pool to pull from and i feel like um vampire survivors uh does that by i think you just have a smaller pool and then they kind of introduce a a combo mechanic where you can like if you focus on getting two specific types of things they form to make one kind of mega magic wand or a mega axe that kind of thing it, it's it's a better way to slowly introduce you to the depth of the game uh i just really really appreciated that and solid music mm -hmm. solid graphics great um, great sounds though there is a coin sound that sounds almost exactly like our microwave just yeah it is so weird i'm like oh man i, got, I guess i, I, do, I don't i don't hear it or i hear it enough and i'm like okay this is this is the sound of a, of a coin it's not <laughs> my mic because our microwave if, if you leave it in something in there too long it'll be like it'll beep to be like um your food's done excuse me excuse me yeah great stuff um yeah ultimate turn your brain off game it, that's the thing is like yeah so the chat's saying ultimate turn your brain off game i think it, it can be that but it could also be like all right I need to get to this level and play this area. To, for, I need to get this character up to 10 levels so that I can unlock this new yeah. thing. There is a path. There is stuff to do. There, there, if for people who do want to have a more active gaming experience, there's definitely like things you can mess around with. Yes. But the actual gameplay itself, I do think is pretty just chill out podcast yeah, yeah I'll treadmill just, i'll just grind and get some <laughs> oh i'll just get i'll try get the treasure here or just get some gold so i can buy new unlocks and stuff because it's yeah no there's a lot there uh and it's a great throwback to like classic stuff um that and yo i'm nearing the end of Elden ring finally I'm finally nearing the end of it wow we I, are really on the cutting edge of 2022 gaming huh yeah <laughs> i uh i think i accidentally went in did a bad ending on Elden Ring. In, 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 in retrospect, I did a thing. And then I was like, well, I just did the thing, but I just want to go in this room and see what's in the room. And that's once you open the door of the room, that's that's you did it. You, you just know. I believe I may have gone to the past the point no return. So I pulled up some some lore, mm -hmm. some Elden Ring lore, because I, I, I can from a distance admire how Souls games build their lore. And how they tell their lore. And, you know, that's great. I don't have the patience for it. So I just watched some lore videos. I may have actually chosen a, a pretty good ending now that I think about it. All right. 
I don't know. That, that helps you sleep at night, Ma- sure. Yeah. I kind of get the sense that, like, there are a couple endings that are particularly b- very bad. I, I, there's there's one, at least, that is, like, I think irrefutably, like, this is all bad. Like, it's, it's basically just kind of, like, you know, it's, it's bad. This one is, like, well, depending on how you feel about this thing... It's good. All the endings I get the sense are basically not great. None of them are particularly good. If you want an unambiguous ending, you are playing the wrong franchise, my friend. Miyazaki likes a bleak. Um, and again, I can respect that, but like, I'm not gonna do all that digging just for a bummer ass ending. <laughs> um, and also, it's like that that Jar Jar, uh, the JJ Martin. George R. R. Martin. George R. R. Martin. Sorry, in this house we call him George R. Martin. <laughs> yeah, Grace has got me. She's got me on George R. Martin. Uh, I also can respect how deep and dense he makes his his uh stuff, but like, it was great having Grace with me when we were going through uh, Game of Thrones because she'd read the books and watched the show. So anytime I had any questions, like, who is that? What? Because like, there are a handful of people that have like very similar names. You know, oh, this clan, they name all their people like, you know, this is Jeff and Jane and Jackie and Jill and George. It's like, it's like, uh, it's, this is Egon, Aegon, Aegon again. Yeah. Aragon. Yeah. Aragon and. Aragon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, it's apparently the too much. Can't wait to watch House of the Dragons because apparently it's a nightmare. Oh boy. So many. Oh, because it, it, it's, it's just one. Yeah. Specifically one Oops, family, right? All Aegons. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all the, the, the Targaryens. Targ- okay, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, man. That's that's something I'm going to do once we finish our last video for the year. Because we're actually going to be taking a bit of a break for you know a couple, two weeks in January. I can't lie. You know, uh, getting that that uh, uh, that Symphony that I video finished. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy with how it came out. And the response has been like super positive. So happy. But doing making that video... While all the crazy bullshit was happening with her apartment, when it was done, I'll tell you, I was pretty tired. I really was just like, I need, I need a break. Uh, and we still had like, you know, two other projects. We're on our last project now. Um, and yeah, you know what? For us, the YouTube ad revenue cometh and goeth. And in January, that shit goeth. Uh, so it's almost like a waste of energy <laughs> to uh, to make, you know, big YouTube projects for January. So, yeah, you know what? Two years ago, we spent January moving. We I thought that for a hot minute, we might spend this January uh, moving about 80, 90 percent sure that's not happening. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to finishing this last project. And taking a bit of a break. I'm looking forward to taking a break. And then maybe just chilling out and hanging out uh, on the Discord more. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have anything else we wanted to talk about, though, in terms of uh, game stuff, Grace? Um, I think I think that's pretty much most of what we've been doing, yeah. what we've been up to. So... Well, then I want to transition really quick before we get to the questions. I want to talk about the Discord real quick. Okay. Um, because uh, we are... <gasps> yes. We, yeah, uh, on the on the Patreon, we uh, put the uh, put it out there. If you want to, uh, we're looking for mods. Mm-hmm. We're looking to have some more mods on uh, our Discord. So we put a little questionnaire out, uh, fill it out uh, to the best of uh, be please. You know, be honest, <laughs> and yeah. uh, submit it. And um, yeah, we could definitely use a little bit of help. Uh, and something I'm looking forward to getting back to. I feel 
awful about uh, right before everything went down with our apartment and the the leak. Which, by the way, we stuff. are back in our bedroom. Yes, no, we oh. haven't officially moved all the way back in because I'm. We need to do a couple things first, but we are at the very least not sleeping in our living room anymore. Yes, which you has know, been awesome. The we have a fold out couch and that that mattress just about fit on that couch. But it was, you know what? If I, I, I think every kid has probably had that moment where like. You slept on a mattress on the floor. You're like, yeah, I'm out of mom and dad's. I'm sleeping on the floor. I don't even. I remember going from just sleeping on the floor and then getting a box spring and realizing, oh, whoa, the difference. (laughs) We've only been sleeping like in our bed frame with like a proper box spring for under a week, I'll say. Um, Yeah, looking forward to resting up a lot. Right before, but I was what I wanted. I was saying before all this shit happened with our apartment, with the leak and the wall and everything. Uh, I, I had we had a little multiplayer meetup on the Discord. Yeah, and like it was so that was so much fun. We played Doom Three multiplayer, which if you are curious, yeah, no, it does suck. <laughs> it's not great, but I had a lot of fun uh, playing with a couple of people in the Discord, and I was like, yeah, guys, all right, ne- you know, next Wednesday we'll do it, and and that weekend is when all that shit happened and then i i I just uh, haven't been able to do it again i'm hoping to have more fun multiplayer uh, meetups just dumb shit um yeah i i hope to do more of that in the coming uh weeks so please look forward to that and you know what and if i and if i lax on it get at me for it Mm because i i harass him yeah let me know that if you want to see it happen and i'm like kind of you know dragging my feet on it get at me (laughs) all right so we do got some questions from the patreon if you want to ask us questions you don't have to be on the patreon actually you can just send us an email at uh stopskeletons at gmail.com or if you support the show you can just comment on our patreon post which we post before the podcast (laughs) each and every podcast first question is from hancock's uh, what are your favorite holiday traditions, gaming or otherwise? And uh, this actually would probably... I'm going to throw this one over to Derek to go first because I tend to not really have a holiday. I, I know, just kind of am along for the ride on the holidays. I'm just happy to be yeah. here. So I don't really have traditions. I think I have more like Halloween traditions. Yeah. Like horror games and stuff like that. But I will say that I have... um. Uh, I have in the past done like Mega Man marathons around this time of year because um, there was a couple years in a row when I was growing up that like it was Christmas time. We got a new Mega Man like uh, my brother got Mega Man 2 from Santa um, and then um, uh, some family friends got a hold of a copy of Mega Man 1, which was always kind of rare. So like we played Mega Man 2, all four of us, like my some, some of my dad's work friends. Uh, uh, this this couple that he worked with, and and you know, their their kids are about the same age. So, uh, all all you know, all five of us stayed up really late and played through Mega Man Two and beat it, uh, like in the dark, huddled in the you know in the family room. And then the next year, we got a cold of a copy of Mega Man One, did the same thing that year, and then the following year, Mega Man Three came out. And so I really, those the first three Mega Man games like just are very like kind of Christmas mm-hmm. Christmas games. But and then I got Kirby's one Christmas. I got Kirby's Dreamland, and 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 my my original Game Boy, and I remember I beat Kirby that day on Christmas Day. Um, 
You know what I you know what I should do though? Hmm. You know what I should do? I should play through Winback again. Ooh. Because it was that's like, another great Christmas. It was like, gift. yeah, it was Christmas ninety nine or Christmas two thousand, I forget. Uh, but like dad won Christmas that year because he got me Winback. Um go back and watch in the uh Engage video where I was like, if you're if you're if you're my age, it was either this cell phone or this cell phone. It was probably the first cell phones you ever bought. I used a picture of me. Where I, where I opened up, I, where dad gave me win back for N64. And you can see the smile on my face is genuine. You know, when you, when you get a, you get a, when you get a gift, you're supposed to smile and say, thank you. You know, even if it's, a, it's an avocado. Uh, but this time it was like, dad killed it. He got me the game I wanted. If you don't know what win back is, it is the game that really like invented cover shooting and like half of resident evil four and half of of gears of war owe themselves to win back and it was made by the people that make the uh you know like the hyrule warriors and all the different like warriors um spin-off games i'm, I'm playing Mush, musho the, the, the muso muso is a muso games but yeah the, all the dynasty warriors games the endless endless barrage of those dynasty warriors types games one of their first games was this like incredible third person shooter for the uh, N64. Oh, which is available on Switch Online. If you have this, the the expansion pack for Switch, um, which uh, I don't because <laughs> I, I kind of I already have most of those games. It's not worth the extra hundred bucks a year. It is whatever. Um. All right, then. Oh, in terms of other holiday traditions, we haven't even figured out what we're doing for Christmas yet. To be honest, I my yeah. mom used to do a thing every year where she would actually make angel food cake and it was Ooh. incredible, but I, I'm not sure I got the skills. I don't know if I got the quite the, the chops yeah. to make that happen. We're, we're, also, then I would have to eat an entire angel food cake exactly. by myself. <laughs> I feel like angel food on in theory, like angel food cake sounds great. It's ne- never worth it. Dude, my mom. Makes I, it makes a really I, good one. No, I haven't had your yeah, I haven't had your mother's angel got, food cake. Got so. this like Heath Bar frosting, so it's like Ooh. crunchy, and then with the soft, it it goes together. Well, super it's like good. weirdly enough, like Christmas tradition at our house uh, growing up was quiche. Mm-hmm. Mom made quiche all the time, and she can make a mean quiche, which oh is God. basically which that is, that quiche will send you straight to the bathroom. Oh my, and it's, it's, it's worth but it's it. So rich, it's just, it's just an egg. <laughs> so rich. If you don't know what quiche is, it's egg pie. It's just basically well, no, egg, egg and I think it's mostly cream cheese pie yeah. with a little bit of egg for flavor. And uh, like <laughs> it's so and good. quiche Lorraine is just egg with bacon and a lot of cheese and cream uh, is delicious. But, you know, I didn't realize I had a lactose intolerance <laughs> until I was much older. Um, it might just been just I just poisoned my body by eating so much quiche around Christmas time. What? OK, here's a weird. OK, maybe this is a little bit of a Scroogey question. OK, what are what is the worst or most baffling Christmas tradition that you had to do? OK, Because I, I, I have an example of one that my mom does, which I know my mom occasionally listens to this podcast and this is no hate to my mom. Oh, no. Oh, no, you're right. This is no. I, I love my mom, um, but this has always confused me. She does this thing where she buys like whole cloves and then she also gets oranges and she'll stick the cloves inside of the orange and then she'll just like leave them around the house. <laughs> and I think oh. they're supposed to smell good, but I never felt like Did they really smell them? like anything. That just, you're just asking yourself to forget one or two and then like, I, and I think you know, that sometime would in June you're like, oh, that's why this room is stunk really weird. That's why the bathroom has a rotten orange Yeah. You know, I I mean it's 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 a nice thought, and 
uh, to this day, I still prefer, prefer like food scents. If I'm going to get like a fake smell, like I, I prefer like a food scented thing over a floral or, mm-hmm. you know, linen scented thing. But that that one, I, I don't feel like it ever did much. I don't know. Yeah. No, not a fan. <laughs> I feel like in theory, maybe it was good the day for the day. It- yeah, maybe. I yeah. don't know. I don't I don't remember them smelling that much. Like mm. I don't I don't think they made that big of a difference. Man, you know what? Here's a weird thing. Uh one year I got Crash Bandicoot 2 for Christmas mm-hmm. and in my stocking um uh, I got a chocolate orange. Okay. And I remember yeah. but uh, you know, I, my I, family never did those, but man, I know a lot of people who did. I love chocolate, I love oranges. It, there, it's a lot though it is like a dense it's it's a it's it's a lot amount of chocolate you know what would be delicious though if it was actually a chocolate covered orange and not chocolate bar with fake orange inside of it. but here's the thing it just smelled the orange smell mm-hmm. just like permeated and so i have this really good memory of playing crash bandicoot too and having my chocolate orange open it's like the smell of orange and playing crash bandicoot which I'm not a huge Crash Bandicoot fan. I haven't really kept up with the series, and I really did bounce off of after the third one. But my recollection is Crash 2 was the best one. Crash 1 is all right, but it's it was always kind of hard. It needed some upgrade, like quality of life No, exactly. Crash 2 was was that. And then Crash 3 was also great, but it was just like more of it, and it was over. I I recall Crash 3 being short. I don't know. You are the world's premier... um, crash racing expert <laughs> oh god i am <laughs> or not really expert in knowing the games but just no i do for somebody who has not played a whole lot of crash nitro kart and crash team racing i know too goddamn much about it <laughs> you have played quite a bit yeah <laughs> um, yeah i think crash 2 was also my favorite but to be fair i don't i think i only ever played three at a friend's house i don't yeah, really have any strong memories of the third one, but uh, so do you have any? I'm not letting you oh. off the hook. Any any weird uh, okay. like traditions that you're like, All give right. it a miss. All right, my my, my grandmother, rest her soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a lovely lady. Um, you know, she had she really. You know, I, when she retired, her life became you know the grandkids, uh, and you know she was very proud to have a pretty big, like pretty pretty large family. We were all in, we were all in Alaska. So she was big on holidays, big on birthdays, and uh, Christmas. She always would get the same thing. This type of like ham. There was like water ham uh, that you could just get at like the Safeway or something like that, um, and it was just gross. What, what is water ham? I, I, it's not. It's that's. Is it packaged in water? I don't. Is it know? like canned ham? <laughs> no, I think it just came in like a plastic kind of shrink wrap type of thing, but uh-huh. like it was gross. Uh, and one time when I was younger, um, I was trying to eat the ham and I was just trying to eat because like, you know, mom's like, take a little of everything and then thank your grandmother. And basically what it would be like, you take a little bit of everything and then when she's not looking, you run of the throat away, you know, <laughs> uh, one time I was eating it and uh, I went to swallow it. My body just went, no, no. And I threw up. <laughs> I threw up her food on, on, on the table. On the, ta- on oh the table. <laughs> what happened? Did she, did she know? Did she see it? Did she I, see I, that I happen? Th- yeah. Yeah. I think she's like, oh no. And then she just got me some ice cream. I think I, for, I forget. 
<laughs> Did I, I, anyone else throw up? No. I think because I every, everybody it, no because it's like it's this the hand that grandma always got we all and I was I'm, I'm the youngest of like my dad my dad's kids and my dad is also was younger than his brother so like I'm way way down there in terms of like the the grandkids uh and you know there's, there were great grandkids even beneath me yeah just something about that one day I just took a bite of it and just, it was just like I tried to wash it down probably with some mashed potatoes try try to like you know sneak it in no. <laughs> uh, and um you know uh my grandmother was a lovely lady uh you know and you know she lived she lived to be 92 uh which is actually young for her for her family but uh you know um i do not miss the ham <laughs> i do wish that grace had met her i do too she was a lovely lady i've uh, heard tons of stories about your grandma's cooking she was none, none she of them was good. not <laughs> listen she was dedicated to the family she took pictures <laughs> i have picture albums that she would make and, you know, in the Ninja Turtles and the Konami delisted video we put out a couple of months ago, there is the she made me a Donatello uh, cake. Either she did or my mother did. Somebody did. But it was my, my grandmother because she was about she she was really there for the family. Unfortunately, it's not a good cook. <laughs> <laughs> she was definitely in that like that that class of like people from like it's like the 50s to the 70s. Mm-hmm. Where it's like Jello salad, yeah. everything, and yeah, weird hands. I mean, and- <laughs> yeah, my grandfather was in World War II. Like, you yeah. know, like that's the difference between my my father and my uncle was like before Grandpa left, after Grandpa left. You know, uh, so like she was there for that post World War II America with you know and uh, where yeah, it was Just a lot, lots of food innovation was happening. <laughs> innovation, <laughs> yep, innovation. <laughs> All right. So this is from uh, Od- Odison. Which of the new consoles is on your list to get first, if any? I, I guess you mean um, like the-, the the consoles that aren't new <laughs> anymore. The PS5. What what generation is that? Generation eight. Oh, I always lose nine? track. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, the I don't know. the NES was. It's like PlayStation One was. I think the fifth generation, and you kind of go from there, right? So we're on the so we're on the tenth generation. Is that right? But basically, Goodness, you know, know, for us, like, yo, it was the, the when, when lockdown happened, when the pandemic happened. Uh, that's when we 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 had like, hey, try Game Pass for a dollar. Just put in your credit card number. It's fine. Uh, and then yeah, they got us. Yeah, so we're we're actually. I mean, we make so many Xbox videos. Like both of us have a st- pretty probably a too strong of an attachment <laughs> to the Xbox brand. It is the yeah. ninth generation. I just okay, looked it up. Sure, but uh, um, we we don't have a PlayStation Five, and that is partially because it's expensive and hard to get, but also because I don't think there's any games that either of us really cares about. Yeah, like there's. I I do want to play the robots game i can't even remember what it's called what is that game called astro astro's room or something like that? Bots, something but i i mostly want to play that game just because i think it would be good gameplay footage for different oh, yeah. videos <laughs> so that doesn't quite count i mean there's right. the deep demon souls the remaster. demon souls re- remake which like i honestly like demon souls was the first uh souls game that i played i like stopped playing it and then i picked up dark souls and beat it and then went back and finished it but I'm like, man, all this Elden Ring and and you know Bloodborne that I played, I kind of want to go back to the original one. 
but I have the original one for PS3. I don't want to get a PS5 for it. Also, straight up, all right. PlayStations, the systems themselves. Not the games, not the hardware that runs it. Just aesthetically and functionally have kind of always sucked. <laughs> now stick with me here. PlayStation 1, no problems. PS, The PS1 redesign, great. The PS2, let's be real here. There wasn't a power button on it. You had to hold the reset button and a, and a switch in the back. It's kind of weird. And the It d- also doesn't, like, just from... It doesn't really have like a point of view in a weird way. It's like I guess like brutalist architecture. It's just like yeah. a big square box. It doesn't. It's black. I guess mo- are most of them black. Yeah, no, I think they're all. And then they just, they just have like yeah. the the lines. I guess on the yeah, front, like the I, plastic ridges, and it's it's kind of like and, and whatever. The, the drawer on mine, you know, crapped out after a couple of years, and it was cool that you could stand it up, and you know, I think standing it up, lying it down, having that option was cool. But the fact that there isn't a power button on it. That's strange. I have a PS3 that was the third model that actually like doesn't even have like an electronic uh, eject button. It's just like a you push a button and it goes and just slides open. Um, but whenever I see like an original launch PS3, I'm like, what a giant gaudy, ugly looking thing. Uh, and then PS4s, I like the design of PS4, but the, the the fucking buttons you can't like brush your hand anywhere near it without like accidentally pushing a button. If if you that sneeze is, near it, it will turn on. It's yeah. kind of insane and actually, how many times I've accidentally turned on the PlayStation. And I'm 4. having a problem with my PS4 that like the button just pushes itself, and I can't keep a disc inside of it because the eject button is like constantly hitting. Um, and then I look at the PS5, and uh, I think the PS5 looks ugly as hell. I think it looks stupid. And I honestly, with the way that our living room is set up, I don't know where the hell we put it. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I think it's too thick to lie sideways in the little IKEA shelf that we have. I think it's too tall to fit yeah. next to our Xbox Series X. We we have a our TV stand is based if you have any IKEA stuff, which all of our stuff is IKEA. Yeah. But it's basically like on the edges it has like the Calax sized like square shelves. Mm-hmm. And the the PS5 is definitely too tall for it. I'm not sure if Maybe you could put it on the side. Yeah. I don't even know where we would put it. However, hilariously, the Series X yep. happens to fit there and just have just enough for the recommended amount of clearance, like an inch of a half, yeah. inch and a half or something, which I have to think they intentionally designed it for because it's probably one of the most popular TV stand, yeah. you know, things you can have. And I'll be honest, like, but, you know, earlier this year, I probably would have been down to buy either of them. Because they're really hard to find, and they're about the same price. Um, but I think it was uh, Series X came into uh, th- that one just got in stock in mm-hmm. an area first, and I had Game Pass, and I had a lot of backwards compatibility. So I was kind of, um, yeah. I mean, we went all in on PS4 for that generation, and we only got into Xbox because of Game Pass in the pandemic, and then that was a big motivating factor for getting a. Uh, Getting Series X. Actually, it was Elden Ring. Dude, the low that really pushed on... us over the Yo, edge. <laughs> here's you know what's crazy about Elden Ring? Hmm. You know when you play Elden Ring and you're playing Elden Ring? I've heard of it. And there's like just randomly to be like a little skull. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the skull has like a you know, one of those uh uh things you can crush for like a thousand souls. Yeah, or whatever. you can like kick it. Yeah, and there's like little tumbleweeds every, everywhere every once in a while. Yep. Those are not in the Xbox One version at all. Straight up. I played that game for like a hundred something hours 
And then I was like, hey, Series X. And I was like, oh my God, look at these load times. Look at this consistent frame rate. What is that thing? It's a glowing skull? What? And they're like all over the place. <laughs> like, even though it's like, that's not even really worth my time, but I still kind of roll over them and pick them up. And it's like, oh, hey, I'll sell 30 of these and get like 30,000 maroons. Cool. All right. Um, <laughs> if those don't exist, those are not there in the uh, in the Xbox One version. It's, yeah, it's it was... It's hard to go back. Oh my god! And the low, the low times. Oh and my god. you know the fact that it was an automatic upgrade to uh, the Series X. You didn't have to buy a new version. Yeah. that was a huge factor in it too. Game Pass. You know, I I guess one thing I do have my eye on and I want to get at some point is I really do want a Steam Deck. But yeah, yeah. you know, I'm just I can't really justify it right now, and especially since um, we got the Switch, we got our Series X. Got a play, got a play date. We we have got the play date, baby. We got the play date. Ninth generation represent. We, we have so many games on it. You know, we have so many things we could be playing right now. It's uh, you know, I I can let it wait. I can let it and let it simmer. I I've I've always been. I don't. I've never been one to buy consoles day one. Uh, and I've never really been the type to, uh, just stick with one. I I usually end up owning all of the generations games game consoles so i'll get a ps5 eventually yeah and hopefully by then there will be a little bit more games for it and that yeah. that bloodborne remaster it's gonna happen someday oh man it's don't, coming don't don't do this to me Chris. <laughs> and i you Armored know what? Core and he, six is actually just bloodborne <laughs> here you go yeah. surprise you know what we've we done a lot you said we've done a lot of microsoft and xbox videos i realize that's only because like my Xbox died and it was it red ringed and I was like, hey, that'd be a good video. And that video ended up being our most popular video ever. And so we're like, I guess we'll just keep that's how that happened. Oh, okay. I think it could have been a, a Well, and also cost. I I think I personally have a bigger connection with the Xbox 360 because that's when I I kind of left gaming for a little bit. And then when I came back, that yeah. was the hot thing. Yeah. So that's for me, I guess I kind of I tend to find those more interesting because I'm like, oh my God. I remember that. Yeah, because I didn't get PS3 until again, like I bought it new, but I got that last design, that last redesign, in like 2012, I think. I was mm -hmm. way late to the party, um, and I only kind of went all in on PS3 when we first moved to Seattle because I knew that I could run PS1 and PS3 games off of my PS3 and my PS2 slim. So I was like, okay, I just kind of real estate. Yeah, I just so with with, with my PS3 slim, my PS2 slim. I just put all my games into a uh, big magazine, into a big uh, 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 like carrying thing, um, and filled up my filled up, filled up that suitcase with what I could. Mm -hmm. Threw the rest in storage. Yeah. All right. So this is from Pickliffs. The SSFF channel got its start through satire of a YouTube trend in making fun of bad retro games. Were there any other times you tried implementing YouTube trends into the channel, but ultimately left them on the cutting room floor? Um, yes, definitely, definitely. I know there are definitely sometimes I've made terrible thumbnails over the years, kind of trying to like pull, like kind of imitate what other people were doing. Yeah. Um, the one that sticks out to mind is I think I once did a Mario thumbnail of Mario doing a dab, which I, think we, I thought was funny. I think we still had that. But it kind of sent, gave the wrong image <laughs> to people of what this video actually was. Listen. Okay, that was 
That was the 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 the, the worst slash best Nintendo, Nintendo names. names. That was a January video as well. That was a listen. We could do an hour on why that video was a disaster. <laughs> um, and is is it is what it is. But I have. I still al- think it was a fun video. I have almost no happy memories of that. Video. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it, that, that's how it goes sometimes. That is how it goes. Um, I mean. <laughs> God, I, I really just look at the early days of what what this person is referencing, if you aren't aware, is I was the happy video game nerd, uh, which was a parody of a guy called the angry video game nerd. Maybe you have heard of him. Um, I, I, I think of those as like my cover band days. You know, it's like, you know, everybody, everybody learns a Metallica song. Everyone learns an ACDC or, you know, Led Zeppelin song. When you first get a guitar, no one just picks up a guitar and then you start writing your own stuff. No, you got to get you have to you know, get used to playing the instrument first. You'll get, you'll get to writing your own stuff later. Uh, so I had to figure out how to write and shoot and make these videos. And I really modeled it after uh, James and I had, I thought I had this clever spin to it, but kind of once I got my sea legs, I really kind of abandoned the, the, the that whole idea pretty soon and was really just kind of trying to do my own thing. I feel like whenever we try to, do something trendy uh it's always in a smaller way it's always in something a little more subtle like how we you know promote it make a thumbnail mm-hmm. um the i know that the dragon quest music video it was kind of us trying to do like a youtube essay more or and also the Mega Man um to video that you did yeah. is also more of an, an essay style format that's kind of where i wanted st- originally that's kind of where I, I wanted stop skeletons to go mm-hmm. i mean if you look at all the 2015 videos and and kind of a lot of the 2016 stuff i was trying to be a little more serious i've always tried to take it kind of serious i was really trying to be more of professional essay style and that just didn't really work <laughs> it didn't really go anywhere and then honestly over the years i got a little more goofier and goofier which is actually pretty close to who I am as a person anyway. Um, that's close. Me being a big loud goofball is actually closer to the person I really am. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just, that's where the audience started kind of clicking more. Yeah. And it really did feel like anytime I, man, anytime we tried to do a trendy YouTube thing, it never worked. Another example would be, uh, we, we don't usually try to cover games that are releasing because there are, a million people who are going to do it better and faster than you are. But yeah, yeah. when the Link's Awakening remake came out, we tried to do a video. What did we do? Like some sort of it was, Zelda. It was, it was a, bit of, a bit of a vlog, kind of a vlog. Yeah, um, we were like trying to to but, like put something out to kind of celebrate that. But, and, I, but like we went to PAX that year specifically so that we could play that early and um, kind of because I, I think that video, we ended up shooting it right before the game came out. We're like, yeah anticipating like let's let's get on the hype train for Link's Awakening. Uh, I've talked to some of our friends and some of our peers about it. Almost everybody that I know of who made a Link's Awakening video for that Link's Awakening remake, that video bombed. <laughs> None of those videos did well. Sometimes and like, it's possible to that release. Did that game just not do well? I think it did all right. I, I think it's I like know. it's still like it's still like in the top 
like 15, 20 best-selling Switch games kind of a thing, you is know? It? I'm going to look that up, but we I, I we actually finally bought that game this year because I, I found somewhere on Black Friday where it was on sale for like $30. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, anytime you see a Nintendo game, I mean, that's below 60. That, you yeah, just kind of got to jump a, on it. I think it was maybe 2019 or earlier, but it was like, yeah, I, Fred. Oh, they were selling it. They were selling Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild for $30 a piece. And I get there and the sign said like $40. But like, I, I think online said 30. And I was able to like be like, hey, well, this online says this. So like, can you just give it to me for. Yeah, you have to give it to me for this price. And the guy and the guy was like, Yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure. And so I, I got those both for 30 bucks a piece. Like a brand new Zelda game and a brand new Mario game for 30 bucks is unheard of. So uh yeah, that's crazy. The okay, so according to Wikipedia, the it has sold at least six million copies as of last year. So probably it's kind of crept up to seven in but, the yo, that's uh, if, if if it's not bad. I mean, for uh, if that were any other game on any other system, that'd be phenomenal. That'd be in six, seven million. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, my God, that'd be absolutely insane. But like for a mainline Zelda game, I guess not a mainline Zelda game because it's, it's a remake, but still a Zelda game on Switch. You expected to do something like that, but that's not that's not bad. No, it's not bad. Yeah, that's yeah, probably I think that's probably more than a. Uh, the Metroid uh, Dread's done. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I mean, I, guess I think I think I saw years. that Metroid Dread's like technically the best-selling Metroid game of all time, and by that I mean it sold four million copies, <laughs> so, something like that. It's like, you know, really, even compared to the Nintendo NES days, like the, uh, those games didn't sell well either. I mean, maybe a million. Oh wow! Here's the, and also the the dark secret, not even that dark. Yo, Japan has never really given a shit about Metroid. They, they, it's never been a popular series with in, in, with Japan. Really? Because um, it why why do you think that is? Because I, it feels like I don't know. Do, is it because it's in space? It's aliens, so not as fun. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's um as oh yeah they late <laughs> as May twenty twenty two. It sold about three million copies. Making it the best-selling Metroid game. I'm a Dread. Okay, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. The um, chat here was saying uh, Dread capping out at around four million. Yeah. Oh, the maybe it is the concept of bounty hunters is kind of based off of our idealization of you know like westerns and policemen with guns. <laughs> so yeah. maybe it just culturally, well, it's also like, like when doesn't they, appeal. When they called her a bounty hunter, they didn't realize what that was. Really? Yeah, that, that, that she's not really a bounty hunter because she's she's never out tr- she's never out trying to catch criminals. Okay, wait. I take back everything I just said because Cowboy Bebop is probably the most profoundly popular and amazing space bounty hunter thing of all time. So I can't but exactly Met- be like, oh, Japan's never heard of that. But like, yeah, but I. <laughs> They, yeah, because I've, I've always wondered that but because she's never trying to get like money or anything in the game. Yeah, no, I, I, I think she, I think this, they meant space badass. It's sort of like Donkey Kong is not a donkey. He's a he's a, he's an ape. All right, he's not a donkey. He's not a donkey. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, I think they went like, oh, because he's a jerk. He's an ass. He's a donkey. Not well, sure, but no, no. Do you think they regret that now? 
Oh, it's 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 not no. It's like and of course it's like King Kong, dude. That's one of the yeah, I mean, dude. That's what that's like to me. Donkey Kong is like Phoenix Down. It's like I didn't I I did I didn't put that together that, that like Donkey Kong is not a donkey. The Kong thing means monkey means gorilla means ape or whatever. Uh, at this point, like I I did not catch that until I was way too old. <laughs> I think it's a you don't know Jack question. Uh, that like asked it and the answer was donkey kong and i was like oh my god you're right <laughs> phoenix down phoenix down is the feathers da- down down's feathers you know it's and it's not- a phoenix yeah rising up from the phoenix that's why yeah and it's a little yeah oh, somebody I, the chat i knew about that, that. Okay. <laughs> oh people in the chat oh, i feel that's yeah <laughs> there you go also ash ketchum he's catching them all also billy hatcher eggs hatch come on hatches eggs stick with me the, I I knew about that one only because I had read a lot of Harry Potter and that was there's a phoenix in the second one. So. In the Final Fantasy one remake for for uh, PlayStation, when you use a phoenix down in uh, in battle, uh, a ray of light from the heaven comes down and then like and a feather and then feathers come down and yeah. wake your guy up. And when I saw that, I was just like, what? Cause in you're like that's weird. Because normally a oh, phoenix well. down is just like a a ca- bling, a light happens and like they're just or fa- like little fairies show up and then they get up out of, they stand up. Mm-hmm. But never seeing the literal phoenix that the, the down of feathers. Well, yeah, when I saw that animation, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> My mind's blown. <laughs> Sp- um, SpongeBob is yellow. <laughs> now the chat's just like doing <laughs> um, yeah doing other things. Yep. Um, yeah. I've any other. Trend. I mean, trends is kind of it's weird. I guess like one thing we've done is we'll we'll do our vlog videos occasionally, but those I don't really think of them as vlog videos anymore. They're more like kind of lightly scripted, like the game tour video. Yeah, or I like wouldn't really call that chasing co- a trend. Videos, it's more yeah. like it wouldn't make sense to make a heavily scripted video about the game. You know, the game collection. But I guess like you it know, is partially vlogs scripted. are. You know, I would say that like. A, some of the uh editing snappier editing i've uh i've adopted into the channel because i feel like a lo- earlier videos um uh, i would leave a lot of breaths in between mm-hmm. um certain words and sentences and uh there was a time where i cut them like i would spend a lot of time cutting like almost all of them out and i now i when i'm doing the vo i only cut a couple of them out but I do tighten up that I do I do feel like that's a YouTube trend of like, no, make it snappy. Let's get to it. Go, go. And um, I would say what's funny is like the the Doom video we just put out, the Doom PlayStation 1 video, uh, even though it does still kind of have an introduction, I try to not have an introduction. And I do feel like there are I have I do watch some YouTube videos that just get right to the shit, just jump right into a topic and sometimes i think that hurts the video and other times i'm like yeah i clicked on this for a purpose i just don't i don't really want to get to know this person who made the video i just want to know the topic that i talked about mm-hmm. and so uh the, the yeah the doom playstation video was my attempt at like making a youtube video that just got right to the point didn't have didn't have any kind of introduction <laughs> but then like the point about the the cover art box the box art it serves as a good introduction for the video <laughs> But it was also like making a point about the game too before just being, I don't know. 
that, that video was so funny because Derek was like, I can make a really quick video. I actually spent so much time one. cutting and trimming and t- trying to make that. And it still ended up being like 20 minutes long. It was so long. <laughs> and I think you you kept telling me that you're like, I'm not going to make an intro. I'm not going to make an intro. And then <laughs> you had like a page and a half intro. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it worked. No, it worked. it's it worked, um, out. worked out. That's. No, no, that, that was a personal one for me. I'm really happy with how the video turned out. So, one you know. one weird thing about YouTube is they're constantly launching new features and then reprioritizing the algorithm to f- basically to force YouTubers to use those features. So like posting on the community tab, we yeah. do that now. Um, what uh, doing things live for a while or having live streams on the YouTube channel oh, was, was a thing for a little bit, but it also the, would kill your channel. That, that, so. that would be, that'd be the touch of death. Actually, we heard that was like, yeah, if you have a live channel, you have a separate channel yeah. because it'll completely fuck with your uploading algorithm. So do not do it. You yeah, know, it's um, so it's so odd right now. They're trying to push shorts. And I I heard a rumor that in January they're going to like let you upload shorts to your channel and it won't affect your main videos i'm not sure i think i would you know i'd rather maybe do tiktoks and then post them to a separate shorts channel yeah that just seems yeah safer but whatever there's always that but also oh, like there's that you know, stuff there's, we only ever you know we have other youtube friends and we kind of pass notes around and stuff we never know what actually is really happening mm-hmm. all we can know is just we just kind of compare notes with what we saw what what happened to our channel what happened to a friend's channel? It's 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 all madness. No one knows. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. All right. And this is from Nielsen. When was the last time y'all streamed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of streaming, we haven't streamed in a really long time. And um not, Derek not once this 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 year, I don't think. Yeah. Sometimes in the past we used to stream and then it kind of became like, okay, we'll do a stream if there's like a cool game we're covering and we can live stream, you know, playing some weird game with like the PlayStation mouse or something like that. But um, yeah, I think Der- Derek's really the one who's like the force behind the streams. And really, we just, we've been just so tired. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really, I think what stopped it was about a year ago, we went from the Engage video to like the Resident Evil 4 mobile video into the X-Bone video um, and then actually the Zebo video. And uh, we did not finish the Zebo video last year because after we were done crunching on the X-Bone video, we were like, I'm, I am don't have another 45 minute video on me. Um, and But uh, but because we had all these big projects, like I do not have time to stream. And it kind of came down to like, hey, streaming's fun, but like, yo, the, the money comes from the YouTube videos and the streams are cutting into the YouTube videos. So they, they gotta yeah. go Vid- videos streams. Don't pay the bills. They don't, they don't. And, um, I, so really the, the streams are like a fun, just a fun side thing I do just because I, I like doing it, but it did kind of cut into, um, cut into our, our production schedule. And then this year we didn't have to be on the gun so much. And so I just, kind of enjoyed having a little more time off to just kind of relax and chill out mm-hmm. i started going to the gym a lot more maybe that's what it is that's all that's you know probably what? part of it yeah three three hours a week to stream now I'd rather i'd rather go to the gym you have streamed a couple things on to the discord to the discord yes but not i don't think you've recorded them or anything no no yeah so that that really there aren't really any plans to bring back streaming 
unfortunately, because it is really fun to do. I know, mm-hmm. but having that connection with people is really great. But like it was a. Uh... Yeah, it was always like just a. It, it, yeah, it never really, uh, you know, we did all right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, just, it never was bringing in tons of money. To really and, uh, make, I, like, to to make streaming like worth it for us financially, I think you would have to invest just so much time that we really don't have. Yeah, it it's, feels like you know that that grind of like you stream every day. Yeah, for hours. oh, I, and I could not do that. Maybe what we could do is we could steal that one guy's idea who does the streams where he's sleeping and then <laughs> he just live streams himself sleeping and then users can like pay to like make sounds happen or lights happen and see to see if it will wake him up no <laughs> that's no. we must content 100 percent of the time all the time if you're not hustling you're, you're not a billionaire mindset <laughs> yeah. oh a billionaire mindset sure yeah <laughs> yeah they're not sleeping no they are sleeping very well because they're they're paying people they're underpaying a lot of people to do shit for them and then they're keeping all the money themselves that's billionaire mindset if you didn't know yeah so no no streams for the future but you know it is what it is we got our videos we got the podcast really that's we got yeah we got the podcast we got our patreon but also i got my dogs yeah and uh sometimes i just want to sit on the couch and play Elden ring or vampire saviors, or vampire survivors. <laughs> we dogs on the couch. Here's what you do: you monetize dogs on the couch. Oh, uh, there we go. Every every donation is a single pet for Launchpad. Like, <laughs> and I if wa- you don't donate, Launchpad's not- gonna be sad. <laughs> not gonna pet this dog. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I'll I never could- pet this dog ever again. No. <laughs> um, I saw. Oh, okay. And then we also got a yeah, yeah. a question sent in uh, via the Discord chat because we do record these live on mm-hmm. Discord through our Patreon Discord. And this is from um the the emo okay, their name is the emoji face. It's like but a, the it's like the side eye emoji face, but yeah. not the one with the big eyes. It's the one with the little eyes and the face where he's just like mm. Yeah. Like just a mm. if I was gonna you know, yeah. I'm not sure what that's uh, actually mm. called. With a TM next to it. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, that's the longest Discord name I've ever <laughs> had to read before. But anyway, thank you for your question. Um, has Derek seen all of us are dead? <laughs> no. Oh, all I right. Don't, I, don't, I don't know what that is. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah. Is that, is, that, is that the theme song to what we do in the shadows? Is that a... It's probably a movie. Yeah. A zombie... I hope it's a zombie movie. Oh, I, I, I really want to see Skinamarink, though. The movie looks yeah. fucking super scary. I'm okay. I'm actually excited about this Avatar stuff that's happening. I've been I I am yeah. you know I've been personally just like kind of breathlessly following all of this Avatar news about James Cameron just doing insane interviews. Yeah, no, that like, guy's a character. Just nah. oh my god, and also like ever since I because I, I never saw the first Avatar movie in theaters. I just. I saw the trailer and I was like, eh, this doesn't look like a good movie to me. Yeah. Never watched it. Of course, it ends up being a big deal. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much a big deal. But I just don't, I don't know. I, I was like, I don't care. And then as the years rolled on, I was like, okay, well, a sequel's never going to come out. Like, culturally, this movie doesn't matter. It's not going to be a question in, like, Jackbox. So I'm, I'm fine. I don't need to know anything about this. And then 
the sequels are happening. The sequels are actually happening yeah. now. And no. I'm like, right. oh my gosh, do I need to watch this dumb movie? No, we're looking. All right. Here's my prediction. Okay. And this is going to be so funny to me. Uh, we, st- we're, we are going to start this decade and be like, oh my God, Avatar is making five sequels to Avatar. No one cares. Blah, blah, blah. By the end of this decade, yo, this is going to be the Avatar decade. <laughs> We're going to look at this and be like, oh, man, Marvel and, and, and Star, Star Wars, they had the 2010s, but the 2020s, like, oh, that belongs to, to James Cameron, all these avatars. Um, <laughs> all I don't the know, avatars. I don't know if they're going to, they're probably going to be all good. I don't know that James Cameron knows how to make a bad film. And like, weirdly enough, he's been taking his goddamn time with these films. They're probably going to be great. And he knows how to make not great films, but like very like broad, like mediocre stories with spectacular visuals which nothing wrong with that um you know is he gonna single-handedly save the movie theater industry because that's, that's the whole thing you gotta you yeah. gotta see it in dolby digital so you can watch the 40 frames per second I gotta watch for 4, some thousand frames a second in 8k i actually think i only ever saw it on dvd the original one yeah and not in 3D. No, no, just a uh, strong. Because I just we up. talked about this last week. I don't think you ever had a 3D TV. No, I think my dad ended up buying a 3D TV only because they were cheap, and he's wanted, <laughs> he just wanted a new big TV. Um. Oh, and apparently, all of us are dead. Is a South Korean uh, coming of age zombie apocalypse movie, a uh, TV series, uh, takes place in a high school. That's you know so. what we we haven't even watched Squid Game. <laughs> the the unfortunate Uh thing i i enjoy watching shows like this and foreign language shows but since i I don't know how many times we talked about but for you sometimes it's like not as fun to watch something where you have to watch subtitles yes so it's just it's kind of like more you know by the time we're watching something on netflix i think you you want to relax because even even british bake-off you're like i have no idea what this man is not that not quite that bad Um, you know what? Is we, this man a Scottish or is he just literally an alien? There are, there are a handful of people on British Bake Off. I'm like, oh man, thank God for the subtitles for that dude. <laughs> Oof. And that's more that's more of a me thing than that person. That's that's me. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, yeah. We did watch the first episode of Sweet Home, which is uh, another uh, Korean horror type show. Um, and I only ended up watching it because it's like, hey, that's named after the the show. That's named after the the. The thing I the, like. The game I like. And it's no relation at all. Um, but even outside of that, I didn't like it. I was really not impressed. So I only watched like one episode and then moved on. Is, is, isn't... is Oh, wait. Train to, Bus- Train to Busan. Busan. Yeah. That was very good. That was also Korean. Was that Korean? Mm-hmm. Or was it Indonesian? Nope. Was it Korean? <laughs> yep. Or am I thinking of the raid? Anyway. That, that <laughs> you might be... You did okay. go on a raid kick. I did, yeah. But tra- <laughs> Train to Busan was fucking amazing very very oh my good. god that yeah man is south korea might just be killing it in the zombie genre right now i feel like south korea just killing uh, it in all in like kind of <laughs> pop culture is doing great yeah yeah that is very true very true it's like man when i grew up like everything was like oh man japan's got all this wacky crazy uh cartoons and music and you know anime and it's like i think it's, it's like you know we south korea is where all the new hot shit's coming from right mm-hmm. dude that actually is I think very true because I'm I'm starting to notice that in in terms of like food trends that there's more and more South Korean stuff popping up mm-hmm. in different 
in eateries, like there's uh, tons of South Korean food out in Seattle, yeah. like which I've noticed in the past four years, probably. And then also even uh, recipes. Like I saw a recipe recently on YouTube that I really want to try, oh. but it's a, a cookie recipe that's like caramel. And uh, I can, I don't know how to pronounce this, but you know, the Korean spicy paste, I think it's called like go, gojong or I could Jong. not. I could not tell you. I've only ever read it. I've never heard it spoken. You just <laughs> a you little. Op- you that is very this... embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have brought it up. Uh-huh. But it's very good. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of some Korean fried chicken. Yes. Some bulgogi. No, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't. I got no problem with it. Yeah. Sure. The killing it. In fact, I almost feel like a lot of the food around in the Seattle area, I would say, uh, a lot of the a lot of the kind of white people food around here sucks. <laughs> um, I've, I've, I, Seattle's not an amazing food city. No. I, I don't think. I I know we do have some pretty incredible restaurants we get here by, and no, there, we but get fine, yeah, it's you know there there are, there are some places that you want to give a miss. Yeah, I feel like you know the pizza and burger situation. I talked a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Been pretty not great yeah. around here. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's so true. Took, took a while to find find some reliable spots, but yo, I think that's gonna do it for this episode and it's gonna do it for this year yeah 2022 um, uh, the man next i think the next podcast that's gonna be technically during our break so we will be back on january 16th yeah also we're not gonna we're not gonna come back on the second no i think i think that that's too hardcore okay yeah we're gonna take a little bit of yeah i it's been it's you know it was it was a great year overall though not a lot of complaints to be fair mm-hmm. um Certainly, this madness with our bedroom was 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 certainly uh, a, a, a peak moment of not goodness. <laughs> but it is behind us now. Yeah. Friggin' knock on wood. So, uh, yeah, thanks to everybody who's been listening, or all, all our Patreon supporters who have really been made. They make y'all make it possible for reals. Um. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, and thank you so much for watching our stuff, man. Because we, if we ain't no one to watch. I probably wouldn't be making it, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I like making it, but it's also good to know people are gonna watch it. So that's gonna do it, though. I don't, know, Grace. Any last words? Um, man, twenty twenty three. It's gonna be the year of the five and a half thousand steps. <laughs> Wait, yeah, five hundred, oh, five thousand, five hundred steps all day. That's my prediction. That's your prediction. Yeah, I think yeah, big man. big things for me. Walking a little bit more. I, I think you're gonna crush that. I think you're gonna hit six k. You think I'm gonna hit six k? I, I, I think you're gonna. Tr- I think all right. It's reasonable to have mm. a, a realistic goal of fifty five k or fifty fifty five hundred rather. Um, but I think that oh, it's gonna be. You're, you're gonna. I'm gonna be hitting the streets. Gonna I'm be, gonna be out there pumping that pavement. You're gonna. You're, you're yeah, pounding you're, that pavement. There it is. You're gonna blink. Mm-hmm. Wake up. And it's June, and you're gonna look at your 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 phone and look at the average, and it's like, oh my god, seven thousand. How, how am I crushing it so hard? Yeah, yeah. And also, I while I'm saying this, I want to acknowledge that um, there are probably some people listening to this who have to work on their feet for a living, and I'm so sorry because this yeah. my struggle is probably very unrelatable. But I, yeah. I do sit a lot. You gotta get up, gotta stand up. Yep. Sitting's the real. It's the silent it, killer. Listen, I've had jobs where I had to work on my feet. I had jobs where I've had to lift things and I've done manual labor. I did it and then I endeavored to make sure I never did that again. Yeah. <laughs> Worked hard to get a job where I could sit on my ass all day. 
Um, so I, I, if, if you were happy on your feet, yo, be on those see, feet. Be on those happy feet. If Twinkle not, those toes. Get get your bloom on. But I, I, if not, then I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm out there hoping that one day you will have a job where you can sit. That's, that's, that's what I want. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. For and don't forget to subscribe. Yep. And see you on, uh, we'll be recording on January 16th, yep. but the podcast will come out on January 18th. Slash 17th. Sometimes I'll get it out on the Tuesday. It It's yep. coming. It's coming. Yeah. All right. But happy holidays. Yeah. Happy new year. Everybody take care. And see you next year. Bye.